This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 4, Episode 32, as Andy and I are going to recap the All-Star skills competition and game, and um, then maybe at the end, we'll get into uh, what's next for the New York Rangers, as they have, I believe, a three-game homestand against all Western Conference teams. So, uh, yeah, there's a a lot to cover with this All-Star game and the skills competition, but first I have to ask Andy, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, wait, is it is it over? I was I was watching um, what what day? I was watching the All Star game. I think I had it on TV, and I must have dozed off. What? It's it's already Sunday. It's Sunday morning. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, sorry about that. The I was watching the All Star game, and I fell asleep. Uh, did, I assume that my headphones strapped to my head and you, you probably just asked me how I was doing. So I, I guess I'm doing good, uh, for someone who just woke up from watching some of the most, uh, maybe one of the most boring, uh, NHL skills and all-star games of all time. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm doing all right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived it. I, you know, I, you want to really know what I was doing. <laughs> I was uploading my W2s into TurboTax and that was <laughs> A lot Wait. more entertaining than the all-star game and skills competition. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. where I was during it. And, uh, yeah, did you watch the whole thing? or No, I barely watched any of it. I, like, uh, popped in and out, and I was like, because I knew it was going to be bad, because it's usually, but I'm like, you know what, there might be, it's kind of like, even, like, last year, it was like, all right, there's moments like the Zegers uh, move was cool, but people... Again, mistakenly, they thought the Zegris was cool because, hey, look, he dressed, he was dressed like dodgeball. Yeah. No, it was cool because he did a fucking dope move with, right. with, you know what I mean? And literally now it's, there's this thing where it's like someone could try to do a really sick move and then the, the judges will be like, whatever. And then if someone puts on a dumb costume, they're like tens across. The- yeah. Incredible. And I understand you have a kid out there. You want to make them feel good. You give them tens. But at the same time, it's like, what are we doing here? Like the, the pasta Happy Gilmore thing. Oh, my God. Like, you know, the, the, the Miami Vice thing with Mitch Marner. Was he trying to skate like Happy Gilmore when he first yeah, came Yeah, he was out? trying to do the, okay. the little I, trot up. I'm which, like, is he usually like, I'm like, he does not skate like that in real life. And I'm like, is he trying to act like Happy Gilmore? Because I can definitely kind of see it. But also, like, it was just yeah. so bad and cringy. I didn't know, like. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It just there was a lot, a lot happening. You know, it'd be one thing if he had actually tried to like hit the net from all the way down there. Even if he missed, it'd been pretty cool. But or just to see how much zip he could get on it, um, or try to get it over the the board, like because there's netting, obviously, because the all star, you know, it's a hockey ring. Try to hit into the netting from the opposite side of the ice or whatever. But no, it was just, yeah. It's and again, I know everyone's like, oh, it's for kids. Why are you getting so mad? It's just like. This is on the heels of an episode of talking about why uh, viewership of the NHL is down 22%. And Kid, well, kids don't watch this stuff. They, they watch they it go the to next. It. 
they go to it or they watch it the next day on their cell phones, on Instagram and Twitter and watch the clips of the most exciting things. They're not sitting down like we used to and, you know, you know, get a bowl of popcorn, you know, pop open a, you know, a Mountain Dew, you know, and, and sit down and watch, you know, the all-star game. We didn't have access to the whole thing on our phones. Kids don't watch like these things like live. Like they get it on their phones. They watch it on Twitter. That's where they like are showing each other, their friends, the clips and stuff like that. I can guarantee you the little kids are not watching Ovechkin's son go down on a breakaway and basically have the goalie open up his leg so the puck goes in and being like, oh my God, that's such a cool moment. Like they don't care about that stuff. Like they don't even know who Happy Gilmore is. I'm sure the Miami Vice Mitch Marner thing went way over their heads. So if you're telling me this is for the kids, they're also doing a bad job of, of you know, making events, you know, kid friendly. Yeah. You know, just obviously at the end of the day, it's it was just painfully obvious that the players just didn't care. They were like, all right, we're here. We're participating. That's enough. And like if there was any cool moments during it, uh, big shock, it's like you know, some of the other people involved who aren't everyday NHL players like Sarah Nurse doing the doing the Forsberg on Shesterkin was fucking cool. But, but why course, is she doing the only like move that was like because you know why? Because like she's fun. the only one who gives a shit. And for her, she's like, I'm a woman and I have to fucking like I, there's incentive for her to be like, you know what? I'm finally on a plat- platform to show I can fucking do dope ass shit. And she did. She's motivated. The rest of them aren't motivated. So well, she has a cool goddamn moment. And the and NHLers are just I like literally missing on two, like on trick. Maybe like, I missed literally it. Literally like, buzzing were they, down were the they ice. Introduced? They're just missing. Was Hillary on Knight and two, all of them three actually? Three on O's and stuff. It's, it's, it's insane. It was insane. Andy, you were know? they introduced, the, the women? Like Hillary uh, they were introduced. Yeah, they were introduced, they were introduced before their, um, like, they, you know, before the breakaways challenge or whoever was doing what. You know what I mean? Okay, because I, I think I, I missed that because I'm like, if they didn't fucking introduce them, and like just just had them standing there people are going to be like who the fuck are these people like and why are they joining in on the thing like it's it just like I, I just felt like the whole thing was like botched clear like the women were the only ones trying and the three on o's get rid of that stuff half of the three on o's were just them trying to tic-tac-toe pass like and it i think two of the i think hillary knight just ripped the shot the one time from the slot and i was like at least someone's willing to shoot the puck yeah, as exactly. hard as they possibly can because exactly. this is getting insane. Um, and even, even the, the commentators, Buchagross is just, I think he had a board of all hockey lingo like that kids use and was trying to, you know, where mama hides the cookies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that one will resonate. Uh, you know, Tendy, yeah. Lip sweater, check. Like, it, it just was nauseating the whole, the whole thing. Um, that there, I, I, I'm not. I don't think I was as down as as you. You might have been. I because there are some bright spots, and well, I know and ways. Also, to fix I this will. Too. In fairness, I did not. Did uh, you see the splash challenge? I did. I did not. I saw like highlights of it. So that I, that I, had I, moments. It did. Yeah, it it was cool. It was a fun thing. The thing is, if the players are not going to try, you got to at least make the event like cool. This one was cool. They're shooting surfboards over. Um, and then, you know, the, you know, you had to hit the NHL logo. The dunk tank. The dunk tank. And that was, like, funny. It was cool. Like, they were definitely trying when they were shooting, you know. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was just, 
it didn't go well too because the whole time they're switching event to event so you like forgot who was left over in the event like you didn't even know you totally forgot about events like i'm like oh fuck we got to finish the fastest skater i totally forgot about that and sure enough their you know their second run is slower than their first run because they've been sitting for you know 45 minutes in the locker room yeah so they're you know they have to get warmed up again so it was just like ridiculous yeah um I, I, did sorry, you, the pitch and putt uh yeah i saw it was saw all right it was, it was okay right. it was yeah the, I, I will say as compared to the gimmicks they've had the last few years that these were much simpler which made them much uh which clearly made them a lot more digestible and you know because it's like like you said like a dunk tank with fairly big, easy to hit targets, there's that drama. There is someone like Will Kale McCarr dunk Adam Fox, which is you know, and that in itself, you're like, okay, like you can get you can get on board with that. Or the pigeon putt, it's like NHLers love golf. Uh, you know, Florida, big, big, big golf state, so it makes total sense. You know, not too far outside of the rules. You know, so well, let me tell you where they botched the the dunk tank. I don't know who set set it up, but they had Igor have to shoot. Well, now I wanted him to shoot because in the, he's, yeah, a, but he's one of the best puck handling goalies. Like I know, shoot. but he, you have Igor, a goalie, going against Makar in shoot, a shooting challenge. And yeah, I know. It's not exactly it's, fair, but at the same time, it's... Yeah, know. it's like funny, but it also, you just knew Colorado... Because at the same time, if, if Igor had somehow won, his stock would go up, whereas it wouldn't hurt Kale Makar at all, you know? Yeah, it's just like... I. But all, everyone's going to be like, well, Cal McCarr won. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, most yeah. of the NHL players would have probably beat a goalie, you know, that had to use his goalie stick. And didn't get to on use his, his gloves, shoes. too. He's like, I should have my gloves. And then apparently when they did the Tendi tandem with Sorokin, it's like they played rock, paper, scissors, and Sorokin won and like went 0 for 5, even though Igor's clearly a way better puck handler than Sorokin. So. But heaven forbid they just had them switch or did three shots each, you know. Yeah, I honestly would have liked a goalie shooting challenge period that was just goalie shoot. I agree. There, there's so many things that they could do to make it a little bit better. And yeah, make an actual goalie challenge where they all get to shoot and they're all shooting against each other. Uh, get a, get rid of these breakaways. Get rid of the, the, the gimmicky breakaways that it's awful. Get rid of the 2-on-0s and the 3-on-0 breakaway challenge things. They're not trying. They're going down and passing the puck 50 times and like, and that, like the goalies are barely trying and yeah. you know, they don't want to face a three on all If these guys were actually really trying on a three on all, like it, it would be totally different, but it's a joke, you know, keep the hardest shot. Obviously that's always fun. Um, the targets are fun. Uh, I like, I kind of like the dunk tank. I didn't mind the pitch and putt. Um, they could have cleaned it up a little bit better. They didn't, they tried to have a caddy be like the center of attention. Just mic the guys up and let them go for five minutes. Like, heaven forbid we didn't have a guy dressed up as a caddy trying to make jokes. It's like, that's, that's not what we're here for. I, I need more of the players. Um, what else do we got? Um, you know, I, I thought, I thought the, the, the way that they did the events, obviously fastest skaters is, is fun. They could have done like a relay race you know, like they used to do in the past. I think that would be fun. I think guys would actually try. 
Um, and there's different things on the ice you definitely could do. You know, it. I don't know why like they're so set in stone with some of these events that they need to like, you know, feel like they need to like up each other in the following year. Like you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like the NHL totally missed why the Zegras moment was awesome. Like it wasn't because he was dressed up in a costume. It was because he did a crazy ass move. And like, you know, I know they tried doing that a few years ago and like, maybe they feel like all the moves are just over and then players just took it too gimmicky. Yeah, that's fine. Let the get rid of the event. We don't have to do the same events every single year. You know, you know, the historical ones that have data to it, like the hardest shot, the fastest skater. Yeah, you can keep those because that's fun to go against history. But, you know, the other ones, you can make them new and unique and fun. And, you know, I, I don't know, like, do you think the players get a choice on, you know, any of this stuff to say? Uh, well, I know the only thing I heard is that I heard McDavid ask the NHL. It's like, dude, please do not put me in fastest skater again. I guess he's just tired of doing them or he's like, I don't want to like fucking like Kale McCarr, like blow a tire and then literally, you know, uh, you know, yeah. risk myself down, you know, especially the team needs me for a push here as we're kind of they're they're in, but it's not like a solidified thing for them. You know what I mean? So that, that might be the extent of it. Or no, maybe they all get to go. Because even like, it's like they put Panarin in the accuracy shooting challenge. And they're like, oh, why, uh, what has it feel to be in the accuracy shooting challenge? And he's like, well, I only have 10 goals this year. I don't know why they put me in it. Yeah. But clearly he does not. But I don't know if that's one of those things, if you're proactive and you get it out to say, hey, like, I know you want to put me in this. Don't do it. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's like, I know I'm a big guy, so you might think you could put me in a harder shot, but it's a muffin. I don't want to embarrass myself. Please do not put me in this event. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I'll say, like, the hardest shot, I think some days you have it and some days you don't. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, you know, you can just tell some of the guys that just, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to shoot hard today because they're probably hungover. Yeah. You know, um... Anyway, what was I going to say? There was going to another thing that you, you said that brought up a... about Kel McCarr blowing a tire and <laughs> going around. Oh, yeah. Tire. Like, okay. So do like, you know, someone even said, I forget who it was. It might have been, you know, I think it was my buddy Eric who said, make them do like, like an old school suicide, you know, goal line to blue line back to, you know, middle line back, far blue line back and all the way down back. Like just and have like three, four guys like line up and let that be like the competition. Yeah. You know, something like that. Like be a little bit more creative. Yeah. Um, you know, well, these guys don't want to do, you know, the fastest skater because they're worrying about blowing a tire. Um, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's like I think the biggest thing what we talk about is motivation. Zegers being motivated to do something cool. Um, obviously, Sarah Nurse being motivated to like show her like what she's got like she's got some sick breakup you know breakaway skills or even like Kendall Coyne a few years ago just motivated to show like well yeah I am fast as fuck and you're all gonna see it like or but, even John Scott in the all-star game <laughs> you know what I mean like the best when I can think that's of the where best. it all went downhill was John Scott you think it went downhill from there? yeah like it can't be better or that was like the the beginning of the end that was the beginning of the end oh okay. i totally disagree i thought that was i loved that whole thing no i thought that it, moment was awesome because then it's then don't call it an all-star don't call it the all-stars just call it like the nhl challenge weekend don't say all-stars because if we're just going to invite like the bottom of the barrel guys to this event then it's really not the all-stars just call it the nhl you know challenge 
You know what it is. Anyone can, anyone can play and go. The fans can vote their favorite player in. There's no, doesn't matter where you are. We can, you can send anybody this way. There's no pressure from the all-stars to go. Um, and you know, everyone, everyone can be happy. Yeah. I feel, I just feel like that was such an extenuating circumstances. It was a groundswell joke that kind of became real. And that's why when you listen, there's apparently Darren Aronofsky is option to film about, <laughs> about it. So maybe we will see it play out on the, uh, the silver screen one day. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time pretty unrealistic. I know I've had my fair share of uh, New Year's resolutions talking about how I'm going to eat better and work out more and go for more runs and hikes and go to the gym more, and that lasts all of a week and a half. I've actually found, though, that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. Uh, And in the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase because even the smallest things can be a part of that big change, as long as it's something you do every day or use every day, like my Raycon earbuds. Raycon is a premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon has got you covered. And yes, Raycon start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. On top of that, they have functions such as earbud tap functions, noise isolation, awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect and comfortable fit, and many more. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for detail. I just came up with the best idea ever. What? Just call it the NHL, just and the NHL challenge. And, and this way you can actually bring in and bring in all the, all the, like the top women, make them their own team, you know, do all rookies, do like a, a whole set of AHL guys, like the, the AHL all-stars. Well, it, it would be in. interesting to see if you didn't want to get shown up by some of the other people there. The more people Nobody bring- tries though. That's the beauty of it. No one's going to get shown up because at the end of the day, nobody's really trying that hard. Yeah. But it's I all, mean, all on fun. So there's no worry. Like, you don't have to worry about getting embarrassed or, you know, this AHL. No, guy but at the same people. time, it's like, it's not like the, 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 clon- the, the, the human equivalent of Klonopan that we saw on the ice last night of guys literally just 
not caring enough to make sure they're connecting on a three on O and missing, you know, backhand passes to each other while yeah. going down the ice at 0.5 miles an hour. Like there's, I surely there is a, a gear between, uh, you know, like really giving it your all and that, that they can, a, a happy medium of like, okay, like, let's see if I can do something cool here. Like that's all I'm looking for. And it's, but even last, last night that seemed at times seemed like a insurmountable clear bar to clear, which was, <laughs> What did you think weird. of the actual game itself? Did you it watch was any? Fine. Yeah, no, I didn't really watch much of it. I watched some. It was it was fine from what I saw. It was it was like oh okay. I mean, it's three on three hockey. Well, so it, it was interesting. Is I thought the best the first year they they moved to the three on three. I thought was that that game was like the best and it was actually competitive. But I, agree. I re- But I think we all I, if we all remember, there was like an internal memo to them to be like like. It, they, I don't know how it was worded because I do think it leaked, but it was basically saying like, you you need to try at least a little bit to make this look like watch, and it was, and it was competitive. Everyone remembers Ryan McDonough made like a kick save to like with an open, you know, literally put blocked a shot in the All Star game with his yeah. foot, and it was an also it was like it was actually kind of down, and I think they also had that whole it's million dollar charity thing, which I think I assume they still did right. I think they still do. I, I hope, I hope, well, I don't give a shit, but I, yeah. I hope that there's some, something on the line. Uh, uh, I know Suzuki, what Suzuki won free Chipotle for a year. And they're like, how do you feel? He's like, well, we don't have a, they don't have Chipotle in Quebec. So I perfect. Don't know. <laughs> awesome. Great. Great. Good job. You know, no one, no one, no one decided, but decided to fact check that. Like yeah. we're bothered to say, we're going to put Nick Suzuki in the pitching putt. Uh, maybe we should do it to a guy who can actually, you know, I don't know if he'll give it to. Some. I didn't maybe even know that. That's unbelievable. Isn't that unbelievable? But yeah, who knows? Maybe he'll give it to one of his buddies who plays in the states. You know. Yeah. Well, hopefully. At the uh, same, you know, at the same time, it's like. Uh, I think every time you see a picture of the Rangers getting on their their private plane to go away, they all have a bag of Chipotle in their hand. The, guy, <laughs> the, the guys in the states. Now, is it a drop in the bucket to them? Yes, but at the same time, they probably spend a fuck ton on Chipotle a year. So maybe that's why maybe that's uh, like a 4D chess right there. Chipotle, you know, yeah, I'll buy you. Uh, I'll buy you a nice watch. You give me your free ch- your platinum Chipotle free card. Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear about it, that they'll say, what'd you do with the card now that you can't use it? I'm sure it's already in the trash. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or they, you know, maybe they could actually have donated and said, listen, I don't have Chipotle here for a year. Let's just say I went there once a week. Can you donate, you know, a thousand dollars to, you know, my well, charity? From, yeah, he's from Canada, somewhere else in Canada. I'm sure in his home province they can just give it to. He can set something up where he uses it to like get free Chipotle meals to people in need. You know, I, yeah, I, I just I have no faith that that's even going to happen. No, yes, yeah, I'm sure he never even sees the card. But uh, what else? What else? I was going to bring up. Um, I it's been said a lot, but it would be very cool to see like a Pantheon type deal where it's like you do hardest shot, but you bring back like Chara's there just to take a take one. Uh, Al McKinnis is there to take one. Well, that's what I mean. Just uh, make it. Ally Afraidy yeah. is there to take one. That type of stuff. You know, just guys bring... just classically who had like rank it. You know, Shea Weber. You know. Yeah, like bring back the guys that have done. You know, bring out Mark Messier for the targets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, why just make the NHL like challenge weekend? Like, there's no, we don't have to have 
Like it can be anybody, like literally anybody that's a part of, you know, you know, in the hockey world. Yeah. Can you imagine Joe Saka coming out and doing the fucking the accuracy challenge? Just yeah, that'd be sick. I would rather him. watch Messier versus Sakic in, in the accuracy challenge than. Yeah, me too. I mean, Brock Nelson won it. Could, you know, I'll, I'll knock the Islanders here. Is there anybody more boring than Brock Nelson winning the accuracy challenge? No. Jesus. No. I mean, he, <laughs> I forget who said it. Someone made a joke about the Islanders was being just nasty. a boring team. No, during during the during the like actual. Oh, broadcast. but then someone said they're not boring. This proven you're not. Boring. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And it was like, what are you talking about? They are boring. Yeah. See, see, Islander fans, this this team's not boring. And I was like, wow, this is what we've turned to. Um. Yeah. Oh, another thing too. The judges. That like you can't call them celebrity judges. Judges when I was I was actually talking to my wife about this because it's like the celebrity judges, like, and it was like maybe one of them was a celebrity somewhat because they were in White Lotus, which is a relatively recently popular show. So basically, the rest of them were not HBO celebrity. Mac. Yeah, well, at least like I don't know if that that group. I don't know if they were like I don't know what they were a music group. The two guys I don't know, but oh um. I mean, hopefully they're like local celebrities. Oh, you mean you mean uh, uh, street profits? Yeah, James. They are not a no. They are not a music group. They are uh, WWE tag team wrestlers. <laughs> All right. Well, that one I had no idea who the hell they were. Uh, but at least I'm sure there's a crossover between hockey and wrestling. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like so, I, I would argue knew. they. Are, I, I know this sounds crazy. I would argue they are probably the two most interconnected sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, kidding. I'm, I'm no, kidding. I'm serious. Well, it was funny just talking about the whole John Scott thing. Which one of the reasons I love that so much? I was like, this is a total thing that happens all the time in pro wrestling. <laughs> in that, uh, it's like the. They basically say, like, the NHL says, you know, Connor McDavid, the star of the universe, the biggest star in the world. It's like, what do you have to say, Connor? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun being here and whatever, whatever, you know, whatever. And the fans are being like, we think John Scott, who everyone else thinks is a bum, should go to the All-Star game. Yeah, let's get around it. And they do the same thing in wrestling. It's like, you know, this guy who, who, like, the fans love, even though you guys book him to be, like, weak and stuff, but he, like, makes the most of it and, like, actually tries hard. It's like... We want this guy. And then, you know, they're like, well, no, you can't have him. <laughs> like, and literally we're going to punish him for you wanting to have him, which is something that's happened in pro wrestling a lot of times. So that, listen, I'm telling you, if you change it to the NHL challenge, I'll say this over until I, until my yeah. last breath, this way you can have all the personalities you want. No Crosby. Crosby is just nauseating listening to, uh, eh. no McDavid, uh, they don't even allow Ovechkin like to speak. Um, probably smart. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, you probably can't really understand them. Um, but just a weird like. Did you see the they, PK Subban should be just announcing the whole thing? Uh, and, yeah, and he weeks. was putting he was putting in the work. I understand. He and trying. and weeks too. Like those guys yeah, were like good. they're fun. They're fun to listen to. Uh, you know, you get a player perspective. You get a goalie perspective. You know, those two guys should be doing the whole thing. Um, Butchergross brings zero to the table other than, you know, just a, a, a checklist of hockey terms that he thinks are used every single day. Um, I don't know. I just. 
I, I don't know, Andy. I, I don't know what the NHL does to moving forward. I mean, their whole thing came out with how viewership is down. Uh, obviously, there's a million factors, but I really do think like this is one because you're you're clearly not connecting with anybody. No one's going to be looking to pay extra to watch this game if you know they watch if they watch this whole weekend. There's nobody being like, I need to sign up for ESPN Plus because I need to watch these guys play. This is awesome. Like, I don't think anybody walked away from that, like a casual fan. Um, no, and, and that's the whole thing is that your hope, like, if at the very least an event like that should be try to be like if some kid is popping through. Uh, and like, yeah, you want to entice them somewhat to be more. Even if it's a, someone who already kind of watches, but he's a kid and he's, you know, just kind of casually watches it's like you want to get them hooked on the personalities like behind your favorite teams and stuff you know especially yeah. if you're a kid from let's say you're a kid from a state that doesn't have a team and you're just like or a part of the world that doesn't have a team and then you just for whatever reason you catch nick suzuki or something and you're like hey he kind of like looks like me or or you're like or you see uh cole caulfield you're like hey he's tiny and he's awesome and i'm smaller than most of my classmates like that type of stuff you know what I mean? Like that's important. And but nope. Uh nothing's across the board from the NHL in this one, unfortunately. No, no. And you know, it, it just and, and the events kind of stink and how they scattered them kind of stinks because the cat again, if if you're gonna say this is geared towards kids, you botched it. If you're gonna say this is geared towards the casual person, so you gotta make it enter- entertaining, you botched it. Um if you're trying to grow the game. At any capacity in any demographic, you botched it. Um, it just there was no, I don't know. There's no fluidity to this. There was it was kind of scattered all over the place. Me as a hockey fan who knows who every single one of these guys are, I learned nothing about any of the players that I didn't already know. So if you really wanted to, you know, open these guys up a little bit, I don't think anybody learned anything about any player this weekend. You know. Um, the events stunk. Uh, you know, I, I think outside, you know, I think the pitch and puck is was funny and it worked for sure. Uh, I think the splash shot was funny and it worked. Um, you know, harder shot was obviously great. Fastest skaters, you know, everyone wants to see that. Uh, the Tendi tandem was too much going on. There's too many with the points and the three on O's and two on O's. It's just awful. Just make it a goalie event. Um, instead of the breakaway challenge, why not just do an old school shootout where if you miss, you have to sit on the side on the bench. Let everybody participate um, and, you know, make it a huge like event, you know, and the goalies can rotate in between shooters or something like that. So, yeah. um, and the game, the game itself, Andy, uh, call me crazy, but I think it's just worth just do East first West and make it four on four running time to, you know, two 25 minute halves running, running clock I, four on four. I, I think it'll just go better. And this three on three now, it's fine how it is, but you know, I don't want to see like each division. Like, so you're telling me I only get to watch like, 20 minutes of boring hockey of you know my division play like that's kind of stupid you know i want everybody out there everyone interacting with each other you know 
I don't know, make it four and four and just make it running time and have everybody play. Make it just east versus west. Um, I don't know. Or like I said last time, do three on three, but just have throw your sticks in the middle and have, you know, some a couple kids come out and they pick the teams based off of like the hockey sticks. Like that would be fun. Um, yeah. you know, bring if you want to bring it back to like old school, you know, that's how you you did, you know, you showed up to the roller rink and you threw your sticks in the middle. It would be a cool it would be a cool site to have literally every you know, like uh you know like when they introduce uh you know in in the home opener everyone stands around the circle. Mm-hmm. They literally all just chuck their, their, sticks, their in. sticks in the center and then they get like some special kid they choose. It could be a player's son. It could be I don't know, a someone from the Make a Wish Foundation, you know, it can be anything just to like pick. And then they can someone can go with them and have a like let's say Sue Band is standing they buy with a mic and he picks up a name and he goes up first and says like you know, it's like or you have two kids and they're yeah. taking turns and it's like, you know, and it's like whatever they just read it and they'll say like adam fox and everyone goes well, adam fox is gonna be on team you know team and let the kid name the team who gives a shit <laughs> like, be yeah. like you know or like the kid could wear you know i don't know someone's jersey and that's the name of the team you know yeah like i also was always surprised like they didn't it was like they didn't do like team mountain dew and team chipotle and have crazy themed jerseys for that team you know what i mean yeah that would be fun i mean listen i know like team chipotle like half of it your socks they're made to look like the foil that goes around the burrito you know like that type of stuff yeah that i mean that would i mean i would i would imagine like since you don't know who the teams are you kind of have to just they're going to be plain jerseys yeah but or if maybe they pick they could pick on the night of the skills competition. Yeah. So that then they'd have 24 yes. hours to get the jerseys ready. Yeah. And you're just throwing patches on at that point. That's easy. Yeah. Just sublimating patches or whatever. So yeah, yeah that food, would work. Food for thought. We just, I mean, we just fixed the all-star game. Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm sure everyone's always said that. And also I'm sure if it, they did do something that there'd be some person's like, I can't believe this dumb corporate shilling they're doing with the Chipotle code Mountain Dew code red. I'm like, at least, I don't know. At least that's something different. Yeah. You know. I mean, but it would, I don't know. It would well, just be, it'd be fun if they just changed it up and it's not the same. Like well, the announced- only thing that changes is the worst parts of it. And I will say perfect. they've announced that the, the, it's coming back. The all-star game's coming back to Toronto next yeah. year, which is pretty big. And unlike South Florida, which will be a very, I'm sure people traveled for the event, but it just will be probably a lot more casual. It will be, at least the crowd will be a lot more like, poked in if that makes any sense yeah so i do think you will get a little bit more of a modicum of effort next season but or next year but you know we shall see you know and i don't know if that's because you're gonna also gonna have a bunch of canadian kids playing in their hometown or whatever you know or close to home well i'll say this and i don't want to put this out there in the universe yeah but just the way the nhl is going I could see Austin Matthews getting hurt next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, you never wish a guy get hurt, but I, you know, I think it's just he's going to get hurt mid January and be out for four weeks. Watch. Oh, like you're saying, get hurt before the game and not be yeah. able to take. Play. Yeah. So like, it's a big deal. It's in Toronto, and then Austin Matthews just can't play. <laughs> they would wheel him out anyway. I'm sure they would. Tr- They'd like, really put Mitch in, and they would just have Austin come out to assist him somehow. Well, yeah, it's I don't know. 
you have anything else left about the All-Star game? No, I don't think we covered it. It was boring. Uh, once again, yet another year of trying to figure out how the hell do they get consistent effort or fix it. But it seems like it's a losing battle. Um, and every time we talk about something that was cool that actually garnered interest in the past, uh, they they try to steer away from it. I mean, everyone. I think everyone was pretty much on board with the the uh, the players drafting their own teams and kind of getting having a good time. You know, getting maybe a little bit too more drinks than they should. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was the NHLPA that put the kibosh on that. They felt like it like hurt stock or something. I don't know. But uh, no, I don't know. There's there's no quick fix, I think. It'll be interesting what they have for Toronto, especially because Toronto, it's not like some of those fun themes, that, that like zany theme things they did that seemed to work this year, at least. There's nothing really Toronto. It's like, unless they're going to do like the, what the... Um, uh, the CN Tower Challenge or some shit. Like, I don't know, you know? Like, yeah. Um, but what they, obviously they should do. Uh, well, they have the Hockey about, Hall of Fame there, right? So. Yeah, well, it's also, they have that giant rink in, in uh, yeah. literally on the outskirts of the city. That's like huge outdoor rink. That's like literally the size of, I don't know, it's like almost like half a football field, right? They should definitely do something on that. Um, and I'm sure they will. So uh, we'll yeah, see what they have in store for the uh, all-star game next year so do you want to let's uh, let's just briefly you know kind of talk about this upcoming week for the rangers sure right, we have a game when you're listening to this the game will be tonight uh 7 30 against the calgary flames wednesday we have the vancouver canucks and friday we have the seattle oh and one more thing seattle just not having a player represent it's just ridiculous <laughs> it's, uh, i mean crazy Maybe I'm mistaken, but they didn't have anybody, right? Uh, Seattle? Yeah. They were supposed to have been years, and he got hurt, and then so they had no one. And then when Bo Horvat uh, no got traded to the Islanders, Islanders, I almost said Islanders, we got traded to the Islanders instead of being like, okay, well, the Islanders have Brock Nelson and Sorokin, uh, and uh, the Canucks already have Patterson. Maybe we can just now give this to... Uh, I don't know, Jordan Eberle, who's second, who's the second best? Uh, I mean, there's a couple person. players that I wouldn't mind seeing from Seattle. Um, you know, they could have just literally gotten anybody. I mean, nobody tries in this event anyway, but, you know, talk about not having every team represented in the All-Star game. After going, like, we have every team represented here, and then being like, oh, except for Seattle. Like, God. Um, but anyway. Let's just let's just preview the Rangers. Uh, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, and then Carolina uh, Saturday. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. A lot of hockey this week. Four games uh, that are going to be certainly uh, no. They're not going to be easy, you know. So, you know, what are your feelings moving forward? Um, how you feeling? You know, you think. Yeah. You think the Rangers have, they've been off for a, a while now. Do you think I mean, they bounce back strong here or do you think they Well, the last time we had this sluggish? conversation, they had, they laid an absolute egg against the Washington Capitals coming off the Christmas break. So True. I don't know, I, unless that's talking points. I mean. And we uh, have bad karma here on this podcast because all we do is kind of bash the West. That is and, very true. And now we're playing Honestly, them in the worst possible time. They, there, is a, there is a distinct possibility that they, they're at home. They're, it's a homestand though, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. 
Um, I think they lose to the Kraken on Friday. I think they beat the Canucks on Wednesday. And they either win or lose in overtime slash shootout against the Flames tomorrow. That's my prediction. Okay. Uh, so they're either getting four out of six or or uh, three out of three out of six. Okay. I hope it's I hope I hope it's like five or six out of six. But I just uh, realistically, I I'm saying two out of eight. Although if Beniers is still out, which is possible, I don't know. And it's, then I just look at the next. You know, luckily they play the Canucks, but uh, we'll see. Oh, they go on they go on their Western swing trip after that. Yeah, that's the last last, well, but, of but the not before a stop off in Car- Carolina. So, although, yeah, I don't know. They. Uh, I'm I can't remember the game. They so they beat Carolina in their first meeting, and they look pretty good. I don't know what it is. I feel like ever since, literally, I was so afraid of Carolina for years, and then ever since the Rangers just beat them in that game series, I'm like, ah, they don't scare me at all. They scare me, uh, because I feel like they're just eventually going to be due. Like they're almost like the Avalanche. They're, they're so due. I think this could be their year too. If if it's not the Bruins, it's them. You know. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, they would actually, they would scare me a little bit more if they weren't so good during the regular season, if that makes any sense. Because, like, I, I hate the teams that you, like, you know there's another gear to them, and they're just waiting. That's true. But the Rangers also, I, I would finally put in that category. I, I hope think. so. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you, but. I it, hope so. I really do. Um. If they turned on to another gear in the playoffs, which, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know if we can afford to be like that sometimes, you know? It's no, I just, hear you. It's, I, hate, I hate being like that. And, you know, for a team that overachieved last year, you would hope that they had, you know, a little bit of a, you know, uh, you know, they, they want to, you know, bounce back this season and be like no we fucking deserve to be in the eastern conference final we're one of the best teams in this division you know let's fucking go here but you know that they don't seem to have that mindset uh every game you know they pick and choose that's true um but what can i say i mean they had a phenomenal january points wise you know if if someone threw that number out there in front of you and said you know, the, are you happy with this amount of points in this many games? I'd be like, hell yeah, sign me up. But when you watch the games, you're like, guys, we can be better than this. So I, again, I hope this is all good things to come for, you know, when it comes playoff time. Uh, you know, this month will definitely be a big test to see where we are. Um, a wonky schedule, playing some, you know, unfamiliar teams, uh, a lot of West Coast teams. And, you know, you play a game against uh you know the detroit red wings that matters in the directly and then you play the washington capitals later this month you know those teams are really going to be making a push uh because time is running out for them uh in terms of getting into a playoff spot you know capitals are right there but they have also played the most games so they know that they need to take advantage of you know some of these games that they're playing against teams that they're fighting for this playoff spot uh, same thing with detroit so yeah a lot of west coast teams uh you know, the, the East Coast teams that matter are all in the same race as the, the Rangers. So it's going to be interesting. And uh, yeah, I'm just hoping that the Rangers can somehow. We have two games before the next podcast. If they can just go one and one, I'll be happy. I'll throw the Flames game away. It doesn't matter. Um, that's the game. Just get beat up. 
bounce back and get a win versus the Vancouver Canucks. So, all right. Any, any final words? Nope. Uh, you know, I guess now, as far as the Rangers are concerned, I think the biggest question on everyone's mind is what is Chris Drury going to do? What now there are reports coming out that Timo Meyer is indeed at the top of the Rangers trade board. The Patrick Kane dream, whatever seems to be dead as we, it's becoming more and more apparent he needs surgery and will probably be out for the, shut himself down for the rest of the year so he can be ready for uh free agency next year. Right. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting, but we also know there's a lot of teams, much like the Devils, that covet Timo Meyer as well. So who's going to get him? Who's going to pony up? It's going to be asset chicken, and uh, that's a scary proposition to be in, right? I mean, not if you're the Sharks, you're you're happy about it, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up, so or who the Greeners and if they can land their biggest fish that they want, but. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I guess we'll have to. Maybe, maybe that depends on how well they do. They have an excellent uh, February, much like January, and they hell if they can somehow close the gap and at least be in like second place. Maybe that's more reason to think for Chris Drury to think. You know what? Yeah, I know it's a, a high price to pay, but you know this team clearly has something, so I'm going to give them a shot. So we'll see how it plays out but um thank you for everyone for listening i hope uh, you enjoyed the all-star game more than we did and we will talk to you all again on thursday enjoy the rest of your week thank you for listening to the broadway boys podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at broadway boys pod and please rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts spotify soundcloud or the hockey podcast network.com You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.